With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad. You know, it's, it's just like his own reality show. Mackey and Judd. I love it. On 1500 ESPN. Now on Mackey and Judd. Do you believe in past lives? Did we ever really land on the moon? Questions. What are the six degrees that separate you and Kevin Bacon? Of significant importance. Welcome back in to Watson and Terhar. Filling in for Mackey and Judd. Jamie Watson, your host, Dan Terhar. The voice of Minnesota United here on 1500 ESPN. And it is that time for questions of significant importance. Dave Harrigan. Yes. What do you got for us today? I've got three questions that are sure to tantalize and tickle the brains of you boys. Wow. Maybe not. Do they all have to do with Jamie's prom? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, none of them do, but maybe we should get back into that a little bit. I think we really should. Yeah, that sounds exciting. Uh, We're going to start with what you guys do. Uh, throughout a good portion of the year, we're going to talk a little soccer. All right. Obviously, you guys both very much into Minnesota United with the, uh, the jobs you have, but there's World Cup going on. And this show, uh, the Mac and Judd show for the last week or so, we've been doing Gurney Watch. Every time a player <laughs> flops, grabs an ankle, or looks towards the, uh, the, the referee for a call, you know, maybe we'll, uh, we'll give him one of these. Maybe we'll give him one of these. <laughs> I think for Americans that aren't the biggest soccer fans, the flopping has to be the biggest complaint. Maybe it's, you know, it's the pace of the game and the fact that there's no little scoring. But I think we all like to giggle, even big soccer guys like yourself. You giggle a little bit when some guy takes an obvious flop and he's clearly just, you know, trying to get a call. It's a, it's a little silly, and I would say for Phil and Judd, that's certainly probably their biggest complaint. I want to know about you guys that are very deep into the sport. What's your biggest complaint about soccer? What needs to be fixed from two guys that actually could see something that needs to be fixed versus Phil and Judd that just want to complain? Dan, go ahead. Well, I, I, I'm with you. Know, I'm with you. I, the, growing up in Minnesota, spending a, a large amount of my, uh, my broadcasting career covering college and professional hockey, where you see guys go to the bench, pull a tooth out of their head, hand it to the trailer <laughs> trainer, and make their next shift. Um, yeah, the the flopping drives me crazy, and it's on both teams. I mean, everybody does it. It's just part of the game. But more so recently, is what other sport? Baseball doesn't have a clock. Baseball doesn't work on time. But what other sport is the length of the contest completely subjective to what the referee wants it to be? I will give you that. that and that's that is fresh because complaint. of Saturday when there was six minutes of extra time 
we play our six minutes, and they just keep playing until Colorado scores. And then you know he's not going to end it right then. He's going to let it go for a few more seconds. I mean, let's have a time. I want to look up at a clock and know how much time is left, not go just watch the referee. When he blows the whistle, it's done, and you don't know when he's going to do it. That that drives me nuts. I want a definite end time. I can I can agree with, with both of the complaints, and those are probably two of the biggest Complaints: One, the faking of the injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's there's a saying, Dave Harrigan. How do you cure a Brazilian after he gets hurt? <laughs> you you pass him the ball. Pass him the ball. He's gonna he gets be right okay. back up. Here we go. You know, yep. that's uh, that is that is definitely a a massive complaint that people have when you see players rolling around on the field. And and the unfortunate part of the game is. Sometimes if you don't do that and you're the you you fight through a tackle and you stumble, you stay on your feet and you lose the ball, but you didn't fall down so the ref doesn't think that it was a foul, you get punished for trying to stay up. I think the game nowadays rewards players for falling down. I think that's where it shifted. That's where I think it loses a lot of people is you get rewarded in a sense for a foul or a yellow card or a red card for the other player, penalty kick, whatever it may be, if you fall to the ground. I think there has to be a way that the mentality of officiating shifts. And if that happens, then players have to adapt to it. Because if you fall and you fake an injury and it doesn't work, after a while you're going to realize, okay, well, it doesn't work. I have to, you know, change what I'm doing. That's not going to be advantageous in the least bit. So I think that's a way you can fix it. But again, there's no perfect, clear-cut way to do it because if there was, it would have already been done. And the stoppage time rule, the subjectiveness to it, how many minutes to start with? There was a bit of a surprise that it was six minutes in general, a minimum of six in the game, Minnesota United versus Colorado Rapids. Then at six minutes, the game doesn't stop there. It goes on for an extra 30 seconds. Excuse me, Colorado gets a corner kick. They go and score in the 97th minute. They put on another three, two or three minutes and let them play. Everyone is up in arms. The game ended actually in the 100th minute. So, I mean, you know, I mean, it, yeah. it, it was bizarre. I, I will give you those two. That's Those are my two biggest complaints. Dave, and I think that if we could figure out a solution mm-hmm. to that, that would be something of significant importance. But I don't think we have that answer today. Sub-question, Jamie, since you played the game for a long time. When you went down and clutched a knee, an ankle, a hip, whatever it was, percent chance or percent of times you were faking it? There was a I, – I, I will neither confirm nor deny this. <laughs> there may or may not have been a, a, a code that if you raised your right arm – I'm really hurt. If you raised your left arm, really smacking the ground with your other arm, ah, ah, and the trainer's sitting there going, "Is that a? Oh, it's a left arm." Okay. <laughs> oh, I never knew that. That's genius. WWE. WWE. See, yes, we mixed. <laughs> we wanted it with baseball. It's it with soccer. I'm. I'm not saying that I did that. I'm not saying I. I did not not do that. All I'm saying is I've heard that it's been done before. Uh huh. Sure. Right arm means we've got something going on, like, hey, this is actually my ACL falling apart at Indy 11. Please get over here and help fix it uh, in, in May of 2015. Or the left arm gums up means, hey, what do we think? Did, uh, did the other guy get a yellow card? Oh, that's outstanding. I'm going to have to watch for that in the World Cup. No, there I'm gonna... we go. There, yeah. was, a, there uh, was a story, go real ahead. quick. Old North Star goaltender Gump Worsley. Yeah. I think he holds a record for being knocked unconscious unconscious during a game. The most Which time, arm do you hold up for that, season, by the way? Career. He, and this is what Al Shaver told me once. He said, yeah, the Gumper told me once that when he's laying there on the ice, he doesn't want his wife to worry because he was always sprawled out, stitches, head, you know, he was, he played, played goalie without a helmet. 
He said, he told his wife, if I move in my right foot at all, that means I'm just resting. I'm tired. If I move in my left foot, <laughs> then I'm really hurt. And he goes, oh, if I'm not moving either feet, then you better rush to the hospital. <laughs> the Gumper had a great sense of humor. Uh, second question. I saw John Smoltz, Major League, uh, former pitcher, obviously, great pitcher, Hall of Famer, does the broadcast now with Joe Buck in the World Series. Mm-hmm. He's qualified for the U.S. Senior Open in golf and apparently was very excited. Joe Buck told a story about how Smoltz called his wife, and then after he got done talking to his wife, immediately called Joe Buck to say how excited he was and was you know giddy like a 10-year-old that he just qualified uh, for the U.S. Senior Open in golf. So my question to you guys, at an advanced age, whatever that be, you're not doing it for money. What sport would you want to take up and be really, really good at? It's a good question. Of course wow. it is. They're significantly important. Wow. <laughs> Very significant. I'm too old to even think about that. I'm trying to think. I, I mean... <laughs> I see the uh, the amount of love that Team Schuster is getting for curling. Oh yeah, here in Minnesota, those guys. I mean, they are they're celebrities. They're doing all sorts of. I mean, uh, granted, you've got to be the best in the world at it. I mean, golf. I don't know if I have the patience to do that. Or, I mean, I'm I'm as pale as they've come. So I don't know if my skin can take being out in the sun <laughs> six hours at Eagle Valley Golf Course. He's wearing Woodbury. a sombrero. Seriously, so so I don't know. Maybe, maybe throw me on the curling team. That would be fun. I'll go curling. Have you tried it? No, I would love to. I, I got a chance to try it once. It's How'd it go? Really, really, really hard. Is it? It's, it's shuffleboard really hard. on ice. It's really hard, and yeah. you just got to have that touch. Yeah, that soft touch. Yeah, I don't know if I have that either. You can ask my wife that one. I don't think I do. Yeah, well, um, easy. 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 You're just, Easy. You're just sending us all these paths that you won't go down. No, I think I, I think curling's my answer. That all in on curling. All see, in. I, see I, I I'm I'm a terrible golfer. And if I could be good at golf, that would be just I, I just want I've always said if I could just golf one round, you know, around par, I'd be so excited. That'd but be so much fun. Ch- the chances of ever being where you it's could so make hard. the tour, like yeah. John Smoltz, it's never gonna happen. No. So why not go with sport like curling, very niche, or let's go some other sport that you can, uh, I don't know, is, is fencing a young man's game? Somewhere you can make the Olympics. Fencing. No, I'd get hurt. you got to uh, go go Olympic sport. Oh, it's got to be Olympic sport? No, it doesn't have to be oh. for Dave's question, but but the Olympics. I'm going to go. Is I, there a sport? Could you bobsled? I'm gonna, no, no. Dead weight. Um, I, would do, <laughs> I, would, I would say poker. Poker's a good answer. Yeah. Now look, I could sit at a poker table for eight, ten, twelve hours, and if you know, if I had the money to get in to start with, but well, that I would love be, playing poker. Yeah, we'll take that poker. Yeah. I'll take that. I love that. I love poker. It's not as well. really technically it's not really a sport. Mackie yeah. loves poker. What about you? What would your yeah, answer love, be, Dave? I love oh, poker. golf, golf, golf without question. Yeah, but are I'm, you? But are you a good golfer? I'm. I mean, no, I'm not a good golfer. I'm. Yeah. I've, I've broken eighty once in my life. Okay, and that's a great. I probably a great won't round. do it again, but it was a. Wonderful but wouldn't it be round? fun to go out and be able just to shoot a seventy or a seventy-one at a at a top oh, yeah. flight course? Wouldn't that be just amazing? Oh, just to dominate a nice yeah, little muni course, fun, and, a nice yeah. little muni to get through the windmill. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Shoot, shoot a seventy. <laughs> no, I I think golf would be easy because you can play it. You know, as long as you're walking. Yeah, I, I'm not. I, curling would be all right for the beer drinking aspect, but yeah. <laughs> you know, you lose your balance for one moment and you're taking a header into the ice. I don't need to do that. <laughs> Good point. Let's do uh, one more of these quick. 
I saw at auction the gun that the little blaster gun that Han Solo used in one of the Star Wars movie was just auctioned off for five hundred fifty thousand dollars. Why? Yeah, because people have a lot of money to it's spend. It's a prop on movie gun. Props. It doesn't. Yes. You can't shoot anybody with it. It's that just... was actually in the write-up. The gun, which doesn't actually shoot concentrated uh, electricity, as it as it's shown in the movie, you know, sold for this. It was Star Wars is not that. a true story. My uh, my question to you guys. Guys, movie prop costume, oh. wow, you know, pizza building, whatever that you would spend your money on. What would it be? Easy for me. Take it. Indiana Jones's hat. Oh, I'd like to have the whip too. Mm. I think they, it's a, it's a, if it's a set, it's a I'm in. That, that's that. That would be well worth my money. I would do that. Would you do the deal too, where behind every door you'd close the door and the hat would fall, and then you'd oh, quickly yeah. pull you'd the reach hat. back and grab yes. it? Oh yeah, <laughs> everywhere I went, it would be very annoying to my family. Yes. That's a that's a one. You know that that's that probably is going to be one of the best answers. I, I mean, I think that that's a that's a good one. I'll go the other way, sports guy. I think it'd be hard to recreate this fully, and I don't think anybody's ever thought to, or maybe they have. I don't know, but I think. One of the greatest underrated movies that I enjoy was I'm trying to oh now I'm blanking on the name um, Wilson from Tom Hanks Castaway Castaway yeah Castaway, Castaway. there it is Castaway you want, you want Wilson I want Wilson <laughs> Wilson I want Wilson Wilson <laughs> Wilson would look cool sitting on your mantle Wilson that would be great cool. because people would always they 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 go well is is that actually the real thing yeah. <laughs> This is it. That's cool. This is Wilson. And every time you're out on a boat, you got to bring him with you. Of course you do. Right. Yes. And and you can take him wherever you want. It was either that or maybe the uh, the Bill Murray's uh, bowling ball from um, Kingpin. Kingpin. Oh, Kingpin? with the rose inside of it. Yeah, but uh, Wilson. Wilson for me is the answer. <laughs> there's there's a lot of good stuff. What about you, Dave? Oh man, I, you know you just brought up the bowling ball. Yeah. I love Kingpin so much. That might be it right there. Yeah? That might be it. Um, between that, or actually the first thing I thought of is Caddyshack. Um, the putter, Judge Smales. He was old Billy Oh, Baru, the putter. Billy, 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 Billy. Yeah. Oh, Billy, 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 Billy. I thought you were going to say Rodney Dangerfield's bag. <laughs> well, that would be all right, That too. would be good. I think to have the putter in the bag and to just, <laughs> you know, no one really knows that there. All of a sudden, you got a big putt on 18 for a match. <laughs> Billy, 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 Billy. I then, think that'd be cool. And to go along with your career, the second life that you're going to make. Exactly. Being a golfer, you're yeah. going to need that one. Perfect tie in there, Dave Harrigan. Well, look, that was a great segment. Lots of significant importance in those questions. I think we nailed them all. Good stuff, boys. Uh, well, that's it. We are we are coming down the home stretch here. We've got three segments left to the Watson and Terhar show. Filling in for Mackie and Judd today. We appreciate you listening. Hope you're having a great Monday so far. Stick around. So plenty more to come on Watson and Terhar right here on 1500 ESPN. Mackie and Judd resume things following these messages. That is good news. On 1500 ESPN. Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, Mackie and Judd are back. Are we ready? Let's get it on. On 1500 ESPN. Hey, get your Independence Day off to a running start with the red, white, and boom, TC Half Marathon Relay and 5K on July 4th. Come out to Boom Island Park for this Twin Cities summer tradition and get your run and first picnic of the holiday under your belt. If you're at the lake or out of town, 
no problem there. You can run the virtual red, white, and boom wherever you're at. More details and to register, visit 1500ESPN.com, keyword events. And we've got another pair of tickets to the 2018, 2018 International Champions Cup to give away right now. That'll be Tottenham Hotspur versus AC Milan. That game coming to U.S. Bank Stadium Tuesday, July 31st. We've got a pair to give away to the very first caller with the answer to this simple trivia question. It's a 50-50. Both Tottenham and AC Milan founded in the 1800s. Which came earlier? Which was founded first, Tottenham or AC Milan? First answer the question, you're in. Good question, Dave Harrigan. Well done. I'm not even sure I know the answer to that uh, one. So I, I, I got a 50-50 shot at getting it right. You got 50-50 shot at some two tickets for it's the first than, caller right now. It's better than you had on that bet you made this morning on Russia. Who bets on Russia anyway? The Russia who, to tie. Who picks Russia? Well, here's the thing. They, uh, you. Phil Mackey, uh, it's Jamie Watson, Dan Terhar. We're filling in for Mackey and Judd today. Mackey's out in Vegas, so I had him place a little bet for me. Uh, Russia to draw uh, Uruguay and for Egypt to beat Saudi Arabia. 20 bucks, chance to win, about 85 bucks. We were sitting pretty at the start of the day, I thought. And well, we, yeah, before the game started. We And and <laughs> as soon as they kicked off, it went pear-shaped quickly for both of us. Phil Mackey uh, said that he is going to send a strongly worded letter to the Egyptian Soccer Federation. <laughs> and I noticed he didn't say he was going to send a strongly worded letter to the Russian uh, Federation. I think he's a little scared to do that. Yeah. Um, we'll let that 20 bucks go to waste and uh, and keep the lights on out at Caesars Palace. Um Dan, you got something for us. You got a, an article you saw that piqued your interest. Yes. Uh, and you saw, got a take on it. What, yes. is, what do you got for us? Over the weekend, I saw that uh, Kansas City Chiefs offensive lineman, Lauren Duvernay-Tardif. He's uh, he's French-Canadian. Oh, we. Oui. We oui, oui. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, in May, finished up his medical degree. Oh, congrats. And he then went and sent a, he and the Kansas City Chiefs sent a request to the National Football League that after his name, which is already a hyphenated name, Duvernay Tardif, that they add MD to the end of it. And what did they say? They said no. And that got me, th- and, and by the way, I agree with that. I don't, Herb Brooks once said, the name on the front of the jersey is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Um, that would open up a whole new world to United States sports. I don't know that any sport in the United States, other than now, professional soccer, the MLS. Baseball doesn't have nicknames on the back of the jerseys. Football does not. Hockey does not. Basketball does not. Okay? If you open up that door, then you're going to have anything and everything on the back of a jersey. Because look at, look at soccer. You don't have half of There's guys that have names on the back of their jersey that have nothing. To, doesn't have anything to do with their name. And so you're supposed to figure this out? Who's who? Yeah, I mean You you probably like it. You're a soccer guy. You probably like this. I'm I'm all I'm all for it. How if, did, if you're an MD, if you can if you can save my life, you want to be called Dr. Tardif or do or how do you say how do you say it again? You got a much better French. Well, I'm just guessing, but I think it's it's uh Duvernay Tardif. Yeah, D- Dr. Duvernay Tardif. Okay. Dr. Duvernay Tardif with the fumble recovery. Perfect. So, then, so, well, no, you could you could call him that. To Renee Tardif, doctor. MD, with the fumble recovery. No, it doesn't work. It doesn't it work. It just rolls off the so tongue. Then, so then, so then, anybody that wants a title, okay, the XFL came on board. Oh, great! Decades ago, great. I think it was Rod Smart. Instead of a name on the back, he had in quotes, "He hate me." He hate me. Who doesn't know he hate me? Iconic name. 
He hate me. So then, so then everybody in the NFL, if the NFL said yes to this, then, then everybody in the NFL is going to want this. The no fun league is well, not letting. This is also no, the unless you think making money is fun, then it's a lot of fun. Yeah, look, they we'll, make, give them, we'll give them that. By <laughs> they're the way. making a lot of money. No, they don't need to listen to me on advice or anything to make it make them more money. So you'd be okay with everybody having their nickname on there? Uh, not nickname. So if they have a professional title, because there's some bad is, nicknames out is there. Felon, a professional title. There's there. <laughs> I feel like everybody would be. Uh, it'd be like uh, like uh, Des Bryant for whatever team he ends up on would just well, have just X. Just, he'd have yeah is 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 thing he does when he throws throws the hand symbol for an X. So he'd obviously be just X. Uh, I'm trying. Who on the Vikings would have a cool nickname? Dave Harrigan. Dantero. Who, who are the Viking? What would a Viking? What Viking would have? But every player has a nickname. If you play sports for five minutes, you have a nickname. That's just the way it is. Not everybody. Well, most players do in the locker room, at least. Well, some of those you I can't mean, put on the back of a jersey. Oh, really? What do you want to tell kids. us, Jamie? <laughs> what I mean, I would, I would think who on the Vikings would come up with. I feel like Stefan Diggs would have some sort of nickname. He seems eccentric enough and flashy enough that he would have. Def, La- Laquan Treadwell would definitely find some nickname to put up right. on there. Laquanosaurus Rex. What about Cordell Laquanosaurus Patterson? He would have some. Rex. Oops, it would be on his. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it slipped. Uh, no, I, I mean, look, if, if, you go, if you go to school and you are a certified medical doctor with a degree, I think you limit it. You can't have, like, I don't know, uh, Kirk Cousins CPA on there, you know, you, not like that or DDS. If you if you're a medical doctor, I'm good with it on there. Really? Yeah, yeah I, I don't, I'm not into the nicknames. Wow. You give you give you give one, but like really small, so it's not like so really small. Absurd. I'm a do- yeah, but then but yeah. there are other players that are good at other stuff. This is see this is polarizing. Cause I feel like you're either a hard no or yeah. A, yeah, I'm good with it. If you could save my life, I'll let you throw the MD on the back of the yeah. jersey. Should there be a little logo then if you're if you're concussion prone? Yeah, on your back. Wait, oh, what if oh. the what if the MD knocks a guy unconscious and then he's he's the first one to res- resuscitate him? But nobody would know <laughs> he could do that because if they didn't have MD on the back of his jersey, you'd never know. Dave Harrigan, maybe he can play the whole game with a white coat on. Even better, like Terrell Terrell Owens when he scored and and or no Chad Ochocinco when he went yes. to the sideline and threw on a gold jacket. Signifying that he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Well, maybe that's what the guy needs to do. Actually, change his last name to whatever oh, it is. MD. Beautiful. Chad Johnson got to do that, and he had Ocho Cinco on the back of his the jersey. The purpose of the name on the back of the jersey is so the fans at home, the fans in the building, the broadcasters know who it is. Well, but you got to. I, I, look, I agree. As a broadcaster, yes, that is very fun. helpful. But you guys are like high school kids going, "Hey, what should I put on the back of my shirt?" It's like, I know these guys. Are, these guys are they are I'm learned doctors here. They are they are smart yeah, individuals man. who are doctors. We need to give them the respect they deserve. I respect by adding doctors. MD on the back <laughs> of their as, NFL jersey. So let's see. Alan Page got his law degree before he finished football, I believe. Yeah. Um, should that have sent? That it's just said Page Esquire. Yeah. Right on the back of his oh, jersey. Page, page and oh, yeah. Associates. Oh, that would have gone well with Bud Grant. That would have gone over really well yeah. with Bud Grant. Yeah, yeah I'll let you ask Page, me. Page, get but over here. If oh, you're that's going, Esquire. Page oh, that's Esquire. To you, Mr. Grant. If you're going to put accomplishments on the back of a jersey, then you have to also put negative accomplishments. Well. 
Third grade detention? Yeah. No. Oh, no. It'd be All-time much more, leader in, in school be, suspension days. It would be much more interesting than that. <laughs> Seriously. All right. I mean, Adrian Peterson, what would he put on his then? Yikes. You, you oh. want to answer that? I like switch. my job. I want to keep it. Switch, it would have said. <laughs> Just, Just switch. sponsored by Nintendo. Just. All right. All right. I don't think uh, I don't think we're breaking any uh, any headlines on that. I think Roger Goodell, Sar Gazelle, is going to have his final say so on what happens there. No, it's the, done. The it dictatorship. Won't happen, no. it that won't is happen. the NFL. Are uh, you one of those guys that boos commissioners from every sport when they come out? No, no. I, don't, I never. I've always hated that. No, Here's no. Roger Goodell. Boo. That's just that's Here's just Gary fun. That's just tradition. Boo. They know it too, and you know Goodell plays right into it. You see him at every draft. He was like, "I, I thought it would be louder than that." You know, like at, at the NHL draft, it was very awkward because Batman came out into the normal boo boo. Of course, yeah. And his first thing, his first order of business was to pay homage to the busload of hockey players from Hamilton, Ontario, that were killed. Last oh year. yeah, that's right. So it really was an humble, awkward moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, humble. Yeah, it was very awkward. Oh, yeah, man. wow. No, it's. It was right that he did that, and hopefully the people in attendance realized, okay, that fun tradition is is no no longer needed for this moment right here, and pick it up next year. He should you know? have gone down and grabbed his knee. That would have been smart. There you go. <laughs> uh, all right, here's what we're going to do. Who, Dave, who won the uh, the two tickets? Who was the first caller? That was Keith out of uh, Maple Grove. He was the first caller, and he uh, he nailed it. Excellent. Uh, did you guys know the answer, by the way? Older well, club, it's 50-50. Tottenham, or AC? I'm going to go uh, AC Milan. Incorrect. AC Milan, eighteen ninety nine. Tottenham, eighteen eighty. The way bet. I'm running today with my bets. Should have bet twenty bucks. Should have gone the opposite of whatever <laughs> I thought. Well, congrats again, Keith and Maple Grove. You'll be heading to the International Champions Cup game on July thirty first. Tottenham versus AC Milan. That will be an exciting matchup at US Bank Stadium. Uh, but I don't think we're done with the giveaways yet. Dave, what do you think? What? There's more? We've got one more set, and this is a four-pack of tickets. International Champions Cup uh, coming up July 31st. Tottenham, AC Milan. How about this? We've got a little game show prepped, and we're going to test the soccer knowledge of the two of you as well as the, let's say, the fourth caller right now. You're pretty much going to be a guaranteed winner unless you really stink. But fourth caller, you'll get those tickets and get to play a little game show testing the soccer knowledge of Jamie Watson and Dan Terhar. How's that? That sounds perfect. Yes. That's Dave Harrigan. He's Dan Terhar. I'm Jamie Watson. This is Watson and Terhar filling in for Mackie and Judd. We're looking for the fourth caller to join us in the game show in the next segment. Stick around. This will be a lot of fun right here on 1500 ESPN. The Mackie and Judd Show will continue in a moment. Happy? Yeah. Happy. On 1500 ESPN, Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad. Let's make this older, dumpier, right? and whiter. <laughs> Mackey and Judd on 1500 ESPN. All right, you heard the, the promo coming in for us tomorrow night, Adrian Heath and I, for the Adrian Heath Show at the local. Excited about that. Join us there, presented by Heineken, 6 to 7 p.m. It'll be a good time. We'll catch up with Adrian Heath. We'll have uh, plenty to talk about, plenty to digest from Saturday's loss loss against the Colorado Rapids. Uh, it was a tough one. We'll hear from the gaffer how he feels about it. Catch him out in person. Get the Heineken specials there at the local again tomorrow night, 6-7. to seven. All right, before the break, we teased a game. We asked for there to be the callers to call in to participate in the game with the chance to win a four-pack to the international friendly the International Champions Cup is coming back to Minneapolis July 31st. Tottenham will take on AC Milan at U.S. Bank Stadium. And we have a willing participant 
on the line, don't we, Dave Harrigan? Who we who we got here? We've got John on the line. John, how are we doing today? Good. How are you? I'm good. Are you guys good? Hey, John. How hey, are you? Hey, John. Ya? What's going on? What's going on, boys? Hey, thank you so much for calling, and we appreciate it. Here's what we're going to do. John, congratulations. You've basically won. Unless you really embarrass yourself, then we'll take the tickets away from you. But on Friday, for Game Show Friday with Phil and Judd, or actually it wasn't Phil and Judd, it was Judd and Brian Murphy, we played a little game called World Cup Participant or NHL Draft Prospect, taking advantage of both the World Cup and the NHL Draft that were uh, just about going on. So today, I want to test the soccer knowledge of you two, as well as John. We are going to play English Footballer or English Pop Star. Oh. All right. Brilliant. Let's get the music fired up. Do it. I've got a handful of names here. Intern Max has provided me. You simply have to tell me whether they are a member of the English uh, national football team, soccer team, playing in the World Cup, or they are a musician. Let's start with this name. Liam Payne. Liam Payne. Footballer or musician? We'll start with Jamie. No, you can't start with me. I had just started with you. Okay. Uh, Fake an injury, quick. I'm going to go... Grab your knee. I'm going to go pop star. You say pop star... Dan? I believe Liam Payne to be a footballer. All right. And finally, John? I'm going to go pop star as well. All right. A couple guys know what they're talking about. <laughs> Liam Payne is a member of One, One Direction. Direction. Wow. <laughs> I'm not I'm, proud to know that answer. I'm taking a lot of pride that I didn't know that. <laughs> so you're the real winner here. <laughs> I, I feel like it. How about this one? Danny Rose. Danny Rose. Danny Rose. Dan Terhar, we'll start with you. Danny Rose, obviously a pop star. A distant cousin of Axl Rose. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> Amazing. John, what do you say? Uh, he is most definitely a footballer. Jamie? John seems to know his stuff. He's going to be going two for two here. Although it sounds like a pop star who maybe can collaborate with Seal for another version of Kiss by Rose. He is not a pop star. He is a defender on the English national wow. team. Yeah. How about you? Danny Woo. Rose. All right. We're going to stump somebody. There we go, other John. Than, two uh, for two. Stump somebody other than Terhar here. How about this one? <laughs> Jordan Henderson. Jordan Henderson. We'll start with uh, caller John. I got to stick with it. I'm going to go with a footballer. Footballer, he says. Jamie. I'm going to go. Footballer as well. How, how is that spelled? Jordan. Just as you would imagine. J-O-R-D-A-N? Yes. Oh, that's a good okay. question because if yeah, there was a... There there's was a U a... in there, and then I'd got a little different answer. I got to go with footballer. I got to go with the guys. I need one. Oh, yeah. Congratulations. Oh, you know there we go. Man. Jordan right. Anderson, Liverpool. Congratulations, uh, Dan, on the board. We've still got a tie here atop the leaderboard with John and Jamie. How about we throw out the name Lewis Tomlinson? Lewis Tomlinson. Back to Jamie to start it. Lewis Tomlinson. Sounds... Ooh, is this like a guy that could be the end of the roster type guy? I'm going to I'm going to go I'm going to go with a a pop star. Pop star, okay. Pop, say star. pop star, Dan Terher. Pop star. I have no um how's that spelled? Just as you would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he's a, I think he's a football you star. Think a I think football. a soccer player. Yeah, Tomlinson sounds very athletic to me. Yeah, well, Dana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, John. 
Well, I got to break the tie, so I'm going to go footballer. You're going to go footballer. Well, yeah. we've broken a tie. It's a tie at the top because Jamie Watson is still perfect. <laughs> Can I? Uh, much, Wait, you said some, it, didn't you? Is much this like, some boy band that you uh, still have a crush on, or what's going on? Much like you want to take up poker in your next you career. <laughs> I had to put on a poker face there. Again, not proud to know that. Good friends with Liam Payne, another member of One Direction. <laughs> oh, uh, let's, go, let's go a couple more, see if Jamie can hold on to the lead here. Was anybody else in One Direction coming up? Just uh, give us that right now. We'll move past One Direction. There's somebody in Boys to Men that he's going to know? Or? Ben Lovett. Ben Lovett. L-O-V-E-T-T is the name. Ben Lovett. Dan Terhar, what do you say? Football. You I say, say football. Footballer. John. Footballer. Footballer. Jamie. He's got that look in his face again. This one could actually stump me here. You went, John, you said footballer. I'm going to go pop star. Of course he did. Of course he did. Because he can't be beaten. Let's go. He can't be beaten. Who knows the European boy bands? He's this a, guy. He's a lounge singer in Liverpool. <laughs> I was there on Saturday. He's got a great hit. <laughs> he is actually a member of Mumford and Sons. Is he? He is. I know one song of theirs, and that's it. Wow. wow. I guess you're a big fan. Big, man. big, big Love It fan. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> Dan Love It. Ben Love It. Love it. Yes. Love it. Let's go one more. Tom York. Tom, Tom York. York. This is a big one for you, Dan, because you are 0 for 4. Oh, no, he's got no, one. I got one. He's you got, got one. one. He's you one, one for one? five, actually. We've been through Tom five. Tom York. Tom York. Let's start with caller John. Wow. Oh, how's that sound? Oh, Tommy York. Uh, that one's a little different. It's T-H-O-M and York with an E at the end. Oh, yes. that changes everything. Maybe it's Yorkie. I don't know. Tommy Yorkie. Yeah, see, that works. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with uh, Popstar. Popstar, says caller John. Let's go to Dan Terhar next. Well... I thought it was Jamie's turn. I know, no, Dan's, but we Dan's need the big fish. We need to see if Jamie can go a perfect six for well, six. Well, I've got to make him decide. So John said pop star? He did. Then I'm going footballer. You say football. I'm not going to let let Jamie have anything but a decision. Jamie Watson? Boys. Can you go a perfect six for six? There's a, a lot of pressure man. on this one. A lot of pressure. Uh, I'm going to have to go to keep my perfect score intact. I'm going to trust caller John over my co-host, Dan Terhar. I don't blame you. And I'm going to say old Tommy York is an English pop star. Dan Terhar, you are terrible at this. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go, caller John. Congratulations, Jamie. You've gone six for six. John's gone four for six, and that's good enough. And that's four four for six. That means he's getting one ticket for each correct answer. That's right. Tom uh, York is a member of Radiohead. Oh, I don't know any of their songs. That was a... uh, John, thank you for letting me trust you, dude, with my perfect score there. Hey, man, got to do something for somebody. There we go. <laughs> Are you excited about the uh, the game July 31st, U.S. Bank Stadium? Do it. Oh, yeah, that's going to be a great time. Uh, can't wait. I'll see you there, man. That'll be awesome. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you, Dave and intern Max, for putting together a wonderful game for John and I. Not so wonderful for Dan Terhart. Uh, we appreciate you calling in. We appreciate you listening today. Thank you so much to caller John. We appreciate it, John. Thank you. I was waiting for, like, Ringo Starr or something I could get. Speaking of which, there's a great, uh, it, speaking of the Beatles, uh, I watched last night, James Corden did a, um, a carpool karaoke with Paul McCartney. 
Oh, he can sing a little bit. But they were they're doing the show in London right now, the late late show in London. So they went back to his hometown of Liverpool and did it there. It is a must watch if you get if you want to kill some time today. It is a classic. Really, really good one. And uh you know, maybe uh maybe if, if Dave Harrigan and intern Max were thrown in some Beatles guys, you would have had a shot in that game. Oh but yeah, I mean it that would have been, would have been a little bit easier, but other than that, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know your my one British, direction? My British music, no, I not Well this this show is has been going one direction and that is downward <laughs> since the start. We've I got one final doing. segment. We're going to see if we can bring it home strong for Mackie and Judd. We are dedicating this last segment oh, to Mackie and Judd. Now it's getting personal. It's, uh, it, is, it is for them, I'm sure, much like all the listeners uh, that are missing Mackie and Judd. So is Dave Harrigan and Brad Lane. We will try to make right by this last segment. That's Dan Terhart. I'm Jamie Watson. It's not Mackie and Judd today. It's Watson and Terhart. we got one final segment when we return right here on 1500 ESPN. Sit tight. The Mackie and Judd Show will continue in a moment. We'll be back in the game before you know it. Mackie and Judd on 1500 ESPN. Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, Mackie and Judd are back. You've been ratted out, boys. On 1500 ESPN. Join 1500 ESPN in supporting uh, Minnesota's military veterans and families this Saturday at the 2018 Patriot Ride at the Anoka County Airport. It's from 9 a.m. until 3 p.m. This all-day event features a 70-mile ride, food, music, vendors, music, much more. Bike registration is now open. You don't need to be a bike rider to uh, participate. You can check it out, even if you drive on four wheels. Details at 1500ESPN.com, keyword events. Well, here we go. Final segment today on the Mackie and Judd Show, which today has been aptly named the Watson and Terhar Show. Jamie Watson, on-field analyst for Minnesota United. Dan Terhar, the voice of Minnesota United here on 1500 ESPN, guiding you along on this lovely Monday from 9 to 1. Big thanks for uh, for letting us be on your airways today, uh, in your ears, wherever you may be. We appreciate you listening in. Uh, Dan, it's been a fun show. The uh, I was just going to mention off what uh, we were just talking about, the Patriot Ride. Yeah. That is impressive. Last year, I, I live up in that area where they uh, they finish up, and I was traffic was backed up at an intersection. I didn't know why until I saw this. It's I don't know how many motorcycles, how many bikes are involved in that, but it's the most bikes I've ever seen in one place, other than maybe Sturgis at one time. You it's, made, you made it's it impressive. To yeah, I survived. That's a Brad Lane story that we don't talk about much on the air. But, yeah. um, it, it was impressive. What a what a great event. Pretty cool. Oh, that's so, awesome. And yeah. all for a great cause. That's really cool. Um, yeah. Looking forward to that. That's uh, That'll be exciting. What's been exciting, though, was the, the guests that we had on today. I feel like we had a really, really good show. Started off talking World Cup. We talked uh, about Big Sexy, Bartolo Colon, and Jose... Barrios, how he won the pitching duel. We we went deep dive into the twins. And by deep dive, I mean to like a kiddie pool. We had Derek Wetmore come in and save the day on that. Uh, He's got some great (laughs) articles uh, on 1500ESPN.com, kind of recapping the weekend with five things you might have missed this weekend, but also just a a plethora of great articles. You can go online, read a little bit more. Uh, I was not aware that Derek had uh, written off the twins back in May. I mean... Dead on arrival by I didn't May know 1st. that, man. That's, that's, we're DOA that's ballsy, but, you know. Less than a month in. And and like you said, they could get back in it, but the problem is, and, and as Derek said, 
is Cleveland's a pretty good ball club. I don't know that they're going to be catchable. You no. know, you could you can play great from here on out, but if the team in front of you keeps winning, you're not going to catch them. So I, even if even if they do turn things around, they get the bats going, they get you know some players back. I I don't know that I I, I don't think Cleveland's catchable right now. They're pretty good. And you know what? The Coppell High School class of 2004 gets another shout out. Second one what? for the day, Corey Kluber. Okay, cla- classmate of mine at Coppell High School, class of 2004. Yeah, really? Yeah. Who did he go to prom with? Not, uh, not, not my date. <laughs> I wish you would have. <laughs> oh, there's oh, so man. many questions, so little time. I uh, know. I wish we had so, more time to talk. So is that about a suburb of Dallas don't. where you went to high school? Yeah, just outside of Dallas. It, oh, okay. It's, it was. It's easy enough to say I'm from Dallas. It, it'd be like saying. Uh, I'm from you know the the Twin Cities, but really yeah. I, I'm, I'm out in Woodbury with Harrigan. So, so I mean it's it's one of those. It's it's just a small suburb, a uh, great place. Mama and Papa Watson, they still uh, still live out there. They're actually listening to the show. They've been streaming nice. on 1500 ESPN. Big fans of the show, so they they listen in. They also catch Tuesday nights uh, the Adrian Heath show. They stream it as well. Catch the podcast. So tomorrow night with Adrian. So so you played soccer in high school, obviously. Yep. Okay. But Texas is known for Friday night lights and football. Yeah. How is soccer? Soccer is big. Did you play in the same stadium as the football teams? We did. Our high school stadium was about 10,000 people. Nice. That's amazing in this part of the world. We maybe got 10 people to the games. Yeah. There were more ushers than there were people working the concession stands and actual people in the game. It is definitely a high school football town. Yeah. Uh, Not quite what you see like on Friday night lights, but... It's it's what you well, do. On you've Friday got a night. high school stadium that seats ten thousand. You don't have that in Minnesota. No, that's it, it's no. it's absurd. It's nuts, it's and crazy. they sell it out every week. Really? I mean, it's without fail. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's pretty crazy. Speaking of new stadiums, Allianz yeah. Field will open up beginning of next year. We uh, in the meantime, though, we're at TCF Bank cool. Stadium, Minnesota United, who we both work for, will be playing again on Friday night. June 29th against FC Dallas, a big matchup again on Wednesday, July 4th against Toronto. It's basically America versus Canada. If you love America, you need to go to the game. <laughs> if you love America at all, we will be there. You need to be there. We will be calling the games. I will be on the sideline. You will be in the booth calling the game for 1500 ESPN so people can hear your lovely voice. And again, as you alluded to, the Adrian Heath show will be live on location at the local tomorrow night from 6 to 7 p.m. Will he? Will Adrian dig into some of the frustrations of Saturday's match, or is he the type of coach that just says, I want to look forward, we've got a big match coming up, I don't want to dwell on the past, I don't want to say something they shouldn't say, I don't want to get in trouble with the league? No, he'll, he'll go both, and, I, and okay. I, I, I preface a lot of questions by saying, Adrian, I like you, I don't make enough to pay for your fine, so please don't say anything <laughs> that you can't unsay or that we have to pay for. Uh, here, 1500 ESPN. Heineken is a proud sponsor of the show. We want to keep them as a show, Adrian. So don't tell us your full frustrations. Yeah, but he will, he will address it. I'm sure he will, he will talk about the quick turnaround in the next matchup Friday night again. So that will be, uh, discussed at length tomorrow night at the local. But what I want to say as we begin to wrap things up, put a bow on it, my big, big, big thanks to Dave Harrigan. You were, Phenomenal today, Dave. You were fantastic. That's a really good point. I, uh, <laughs> I, really I appreciate it. Point. Yeah, tell da- me more. You, you did a great it. job. Of, Let's of talk more about Dave. Keeping keeping Dan and I's head above water here. Uh, our big thanks uh, to Brad Lane again for having us on. You two did a wonderful job. Intern Max got in there, did a great job helping out as well today. Uh, final thought, Dan. I it just it was fun to fun to be here. We'll uh, hopefully do it again sometime. And uh, it's uh, watch the World Cup. It's going to be exciting. We're going to get into the round of 16, and it'll be fun. And then 
It's only going to get better oh, and better. Man. And you know what that means? USA. When does is, when is USA play again? They uh, play, will play uh, 2022 and 2026, hopefully. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> well, hey, that's, uh, that's all from Ouch. us. We appreciate Judd and Mackie having us fill in today. And again, big thanks to Dave Hare again. That's Dan Terhar, the voice of Minnesota United right here on 1500 ESPN. I am Jamie Watson, your host for today. Thank you so much for listening to Mackie and Judd right here on 1500 ESPN.